0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine being in debilitating pain and your own entitled parent downplays and doesn't even believe you. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, friends entitled mothers stole our holiday money. This happened quite a few years ago my best friend and i were planning our first ever girls holiday abroad we were both 23 at the time and had never gone on a holiday overseas without our parents we were looking through all of the holidays and we found one that we liked that was 600 british pounds each all inclusive for a week we assumed we had to pay the full amount and her mum asked if we could put it on her credit card so she would get some club card points we both did an instant bank transfer for the full balance there and then Her mom then sat at the computer and filled in her payment details and hit enter, but we didn't realize she selected the option to only pay a deposit until we were sent a booking confirmation. After that, she wouldn't log in and pay the remaining balance. She told us she'll do it next week. Then she didn't do it, and when the next installment was due, it ended up causing a problem between me and my friend. Because her mom basically stole our money and told us it was our fault for giving her the full balance and now she spent the money. I ended up telling her that if she didn't pay the balance, I would have to report her for theft to the police. After that, her dad agreed to pay the balance, but I got banned from the house for threatening to report her for theft. Her mom treated her daughter terribly most of the time. The stuff she did was bad. I mean honestly, if I was in that situation, I would hate to feel like I should go through and report somebody and potentially get them caught up in legal trouble, but man they kinda deserved it still, I'm not gonna lie, am I wrong? Also hi, I'm Steven, and if you can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, my parents have put me 2250 British pounds in debt. When I was applying for a student loan to go to university, I didn't have a bank account. We had tried to set up a student bank account but I kept being rejected, apparently for my credit history, of which I had none, and I was essentially being stonewalled by the banks. So, because we didn't have time to sort this issue out before I was set to begin my first year, we agreed to set my parents' bank account to receive the loan and for them to make the payments. If you don't know how student loans work in the UK, you get two loans, a tuition fees loan of around £9,000, which is automatically paid to the university, and a maintenance loan of about £4,000, which gets paid to you to pay for accommodation. I had a very rough time at university, and my anxiety and stress got completely out of hand, to the point where I was having regular panic attacks. way through the second year, I went on temporary withdrawal to seek therapy, at which point i was declared overpaid on my maintenance loan since i didn't need accommodation for the whole year and the overpayment was to be deducted for my next year's loans when i returned the next year to restart my second year things didn't get better and i ended up permanently dropping out this amounted in the student loan company saying i was overpaid a total of 2250 pounds of money i did not need for accommodation and they demanded i pay it back immediately I obviously did not have the money, and my dad said he would handle it. A thing to note is that my parents were separated at the time I applied for my loans, but still had a joint account, and are currently in the process of divorcing. I don't know the details of the divorce process, and I don't want to know. My dad then proceeded to drag his heels on making the repayments, always pushing back on repaying them, resulting in me repeatedly getting threatening phone calls and letters from the SLC about it. This had been going on for over a year and I finally confronted my dad who I'm currently living with today about it and he admitted that the money that was received from SLC was gone. Apparently, between the two of them, my parents had managed to spend the money that was supposed to go towards my accommodation fees and the money just isn't there anymore. I told my dad that they would simply have to pay SLC back with their own money since they decided they were going to spend money that they weren't supposed to spend and he deflected blame to my mom, asking why she can't pay the money back and why he has to. This conversation just occurred about an hour ago, and I'm very frustrated because I now have to carry the burden of having the debt pinned on me because my parents spent money that wasn't theirs to spend, and the two of them would apparently rather fight over who should pay the money back. A lot of people have suggested and pointed out, If you're trying to get a student loan and you're getting rejected for a student loan, you may very well have the possibility that your parents went and actually got other debt in your name on your credit, and that's why it's so bad. I mean, those things are essentially in place for people who probably don't have any credit at all. So hopefully OP checks into that too. Our next story is, my mother does not accept that I'm a man. To put it into context, I, male 26, am a trans man, which my mother, female 57, never accepted. She always said that I was confused and that it was all in my head and she tried everything to prove it, churches, psychologists, medicine and many other things I prefer to forget. What's worse is that as much as I stood my ground about who I was, she always brushed it off and said I was crazy. Then she tried her final card. She dragged me on a date with a man who was definitely older than I was. It was too much for me. That same night, I moved out of my mother's house and moved in with my godfather, where I finally found the support I needed and was able to become who I really am. Enough with the explanations, and let's get to what happened. Three days ago or more, I was invited by my aunt to see the arrival of my youngest cousin. I didn't want to go at first because I knew it would be an event that the whole family would go to, That would include my mother, but my fiancé, 28, who I'll call Joshua, said it would be a great opportunity for him to be properly introduced to my family. Just to be clear, I never told him about this situation with my mom, as it's a part of the past I really want to forget, so I agreed to go there. Well, at first, everything was going well. I met my cousin, who's so cute. I introduced my boyfriend, who everyone showed up liked him. But nothing was going to be okay forever. My mom had finally arrived and believe me, she literally ignored everyone at the party to come up to me to complain about what I've done to my body. It was stressful, she kept saying that I'd ruined my body but that I still had a concert and that I should go back to her house so she could fix me. I said no and that this was not the time for that, which advice she ignored. It was so stressful that I couldn't take it anymore and I started to grab my things to leave. But then Joshua butted in saying, Hey, I won't let you talk to him like that. Unlike you, I love him regardless of gender. I love him so much for it, but what happened next left me furious. My mother, who never likes to be crossed, smacked Joshua across the face as she screamed that it was a mother-daughter matter. I don't remember what I did. I just remember pulling Joshua behind me and yelling at my mother a lot. I don't remember what I said to her. I just blew up everything I had to say to her. When I realized it, I was already being pulled by Joshua to the car. He had to drive as I was in such a depressed state that I couldn't drive. When we got home, I finally broke down. I started crying inside the house. I was so desperate that I started to say that my mother was right and that I would never be a real man. To which my fiancé didn't respond very well. He grabbed me by the collar and said something that made me love him even more. Listen here big boy, you are a man, my man. And if you dare to doubt yourself again i'm going to spank you i know he threatened me but believe me he's not violent i've known this man for eight years and he never raised his voice to anyone unless it was necessary and in terms of strength i'm six feet tall always been a tall person since childhood which my mother always hated because it makes me less feminine and for fun i do bodybuilding and boxing i'm literally all muscles so any physical threat from him is lip service and as for my family Half of my relatives say I owe an apology for what I said to my mother, when I don't even remember what I said, and the other half say I was right to show her the reality. I really don't know what to do with them. Now I only know two things, that I'm going to marry the love of my life, and that my mother certainly won't be invited to the wedding. It probably won't go anywhere now after the fact, but mother or not, I would have liked to have seen her reported for laying her hands on another person like that. I'm glad for OP's sake they've got such a loving and supportive partner. Our next story is, My Entitled Uncle Got Violent With My Grandma. This story takes place over the course of three years, so buckle up. A little background on me, I'm Indian but I was born in America. My parents are from India. Their families are a little janky, as Indian families are, but I think my mom's family takes the cake for the most entitlement I've ever seen in a family. My mom is the youngest of three children, and she has two older brothers. From this point on, my eldest uncle will be called E.U., or Entitled Uncle, and my middle uncle will be called M.U. It was no secret growing up that my grandma favored middle uncle more than my mom and entitled uncle, which was extended to middle uncle's kids as well. I'll admit this caused a disconnect between me and my grandma when I realized it, and I don't like her, but she didn't deserve this. Anyways, there's a lot of animosity between Entitled Uncle and my grandma and grandpa. They often fought because of the blatant favoritism, along with some other reasons I'm not quite sure of. The family was kind of being held together by my grandfather, and when he passed away in 2019, crap hit the fan. I need to point out at this point that my parents had lived outside of India for close to 30 years, and we only get info through scattered WhatsApp messages with family members. My mom was super close to my grandpa and it was no secret that she was his favorite child. This also extended to her children, i.e. me and my sibling. We flew out as quickly as possible to attend the funeral and this is when things started going bad. After the funeral, the will was read and the family realized that my grandfather had left the majority of his estate to my mom. She was shocked, but Entitled Uncle was furious. Of course, he didn't show it at the time. Two days after the funeral, my grandmother started taking my mom to banks to have her sign things for the will, but also convinced her to sign over a majority of grandpa's financial assets to her. This was understandable because she was a retired school teacher with a small pension and needed some cash to keep the family house. My mom didn't care either. As far as we knew, this settled things and we flew back to the US. But only about a month later, two things were brought to our attention. We found out that my parents were getting some serious flack for leaving before the whole month's funeral rites were over, and that my grandmother was considering cancelling the will. We'll get to the will in a moment. Before we booked our tickets, my mom talked to my middle uncle and confirmed with him that it would be okay for us to leave a week after the funeral. After all, my dad was going for a job interview in a different state than we lived in, and I had school. But after we came back, word reached my mom that our family members were bashing us for leaving, and middle uncle was doing nothing to defend us. My mom called middle uncle and tried talking to her, but he ended up screaming at her for something I don't remember anymore. They went no contact for about six months to a year after. That left entitled uncle and his wife, my aunt. I wouldn't call her entitled, but more Stockholm-esque. She's been conditioned to obey and follow his every thought. This is important for later. Now back to the will. My mom was pissed that grandma was considering cancelling the will not 30 days after her husband's death. It seemed calculating and disrespectful. Because my mom was no contact with middle uncle, she talked about the will and her relationship with middle uncle in depth with my aunt. They continued to talk about my grandmother, my aunt, egging my mom on the entire time and then the truth came out in 2020. Entitled uncle had essentially coerced my grandma into canceling the will, threatening to go no contact with her, which would have crushed her. She took the brunt of my mom's anger and the family's disappointment to protect her jerk of a son and keep the family together as best she could after grandpa died. I respect her for that. Needless to say, my mom was enraged. She straight up asked her brother after she found out, How did this whole conflict start? And his response was, I don't know. He lied straight to her face. My mom went no contact with them too. She started talking to middle uncle again after this came out. Things were uneventful for a while, with the casual land dispute after the family home was split into three plots, one for each kid. Then in March of 2022, things got worse. Entitled uncle and grandma had been silently fighting with each other and it came to a head at the end of March. I need to point out that my grandma had been going in and out of the hospital for minor health conditions and always stayed with middle uncle whenever this happened entitled uncle got super pissed off about this even though he wasn't even in the country half the time he wanted her to stay at his house despite all the toxic things he'd done to her in the past three years then he came home to visit and went to the family house we have someone there to help my grandma with cooking and cleaning because otherwise she's alone. He came into the house and our housekeeper got super scared because she'd never seen him this angry before. He then demanded that he speak to his mother alone and she was forced out of the house. She was scared so bad. She went to the neighbor's house, which happened to be my grandma's brother's house, and called for the nearest male relative. When they got back to the- cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The house, entitled uncle, was gone, but my grandma was so shaken up. She told the male relative, don't remember how we're related exactly, that he was livid with her, and when she didn't say that she would stay with them, He got up and laid his hands on her. My middle uncle eventually found out about the fight, but not the choking. That part was kept silent. I still don't understand why we didn't out him for the violent jerk he is. Long story short, they staged a meeting between entitled uncle and grandma, with middle uncle and another cousin being middlemen. They ended up patching up, but this story disturbed me to my core. I think the worst part of all of this is that Entitled Uncle's youngest son is picking up his tendencies. He took a knife to my grandma the last time he saw her because she said no to him. He was always a little off. Hit me the last time we visited but my brother scared him crapless. But he was so sweet and I never expected it. I feel like the veil of the perfect family died with my grandpa and my maternal side of the family is in shambles. I wish there was a good ending to the story, but Entitled Uncle is still a violent, misogynistic jerk, and my grandma's trying to keep peace without thinking about herself. Honestly, this is just kind of sad to hear about. She doesn't want to lose her family. She doesn't want to lose that connection. So she's doing things that actively make things worse for herself and others trying to, like, desperately grasp at it. Our next story is i want to distance myself from my parents but i feel guilty doing so i love my mom to bits my dad too but i want to distance myself a bit from them and i feel guilty doing it they're great parents and i really care for them and they do so for me as well they want to buy me stuff and go out with me etc but i feel slightly suffocated by that my mom wants to hang out with me all of the time and when i say no she sulks and gets sad so I feel like I need to separate a bit and not go everywhere she wants. The problem is now I feel bad doing so. I'm 22 and I know I'm still young, but me and my parents had difficulties between us. The two of them often fight and my mom is really hard focused on me instead of her own life. I'm her only child and often she tells me I'm the only thing she has in life and that I'm really important to her. As I said, I love my parents, but I want some freedom to hang out with friends or by myself. To not hang out with them but i feel guilty doing so i spoke to my mom already about this and so she understands that today i asked if everything was okay with me saying i don't want to hang out with her and she said everything is fine later she was behaving normally after that i asked again if she's okay and that i feel guilty but i know it's needed and she said all is good and that i shouldn't worry she's my mom after all The thing is, I'm not against hanging with my parents, but between mom and I, there's been some fights and lack of boundaries. She always wants to hang out with me, go to the mall, or shop together, or go to lunch, etc. But if I don't want to go or say no, she sulks and gets annoyed or mad. We spoke about that, and it's becoming a bit better, but by hanging out a lot less with them, I want to set more boundaries. I got a full-time job, so I'm the last one to enter the house, and we spend like two hours at home before she goes to sleep. During Saturdays she works, but I'm usually home, so we talk or cook and clean the house together. Sometimes she goes to nap, or I go read in my room or play games, etc. On Sundays, when both of them are free, I go out with my friends. They said it's okay and that they just chill and sleep at home. Maybe I'm the one that's overreacting? Maybe they think this is completely normal and eventually they'll get used to me being less at home, less wanting to go out with them. Trust me, I don't mind hanging out with them at home, but they can be a bit too much when we go out. I also never had that, Mom, I don't want to hang out with you anymore when I was in my teens since I didn't have friends at all, so I would often hang out with them. Maybe that's the problem. It got to me late that I should be more independent in my own person. I feel guilt for doing this, that I'm limiting my time with parents because they won't be around for much longer, but shouldn't I go and see life without them as well? I'm too attached to them, and that's why I feel like this now. Plus, both of them left home when they were young. My dad was working abroad, traveled often, and then got married twice, but his excuse was he left his brother with his parents. My mom got married and moved away to a different country, our country now, but her family was toxic though she recently started keeping in touch with them over phone. What I know is I shouldn't feel guilty or responsible for someone else's emotions. After all, they're my parents and they'll cherish any time with me no matter how short it might be. Also, they'll get used to it since they were the same. And as much as I feel like I should spend all the time I can with them. But in the end, there will never be enough time, and you'll always regret it no matter how much you spend. Can anyone give me advice? Or at least tell me this is normal since whoever I'm talking to, they're all like, this is completely normal, it's just a process of growing up, etc. I mean, I think this is all just a part of growing up is kind of getting some distance and being your own person, living your own life. Meet people, go out and do things, work, and do you. Don't neglect your parents, but I think it's pretty expected that the amount of time you spend hanging out with them is kind of going to decrease quite a bit. It's not like OP has to just outright cut them off and try to force themselves to distance themselves from their parents. I mean, really, it's all about what OP is comfortable with and what works for OP in furthering their life. Our next story is the first time I heard dad swear. This happened a few decades ago when I was a wee lad of 11. Yeah, I'm old. Backstory, Dad was an English professor and also raised horses, Arabians to be specific. We lived in the midwest on a 10-acre spread next to cattle ranches and such. Dad was the kind of guy who taught me to try to be kind, never swear in front of a lady, open doors for people, etc, etc. Most of those things stuck with me throughout my life, except for the swearing. One day, a Saturday I believe, a couple of local girls around 12 came over and rang the bell dad answered the door and they asked if they could ride our horses of course he politely said no he couldn't do that and closed the door imagine the liability issues if they fell off and hurt themselves also arabians tend to be high strung and not too accommodating to inexperienced riders except for a couple we owned who were total patient sweethearts and that was that right nope or i wouldn't be posting this not more than half an hour later the doorbell chimes again I'm in the living room watching TV with Dad, and he answers the door. Standing on our front porch are those two girls again, and someone who I took to be the entitled Nana, EN for short. Dad said, Hello, what can I do for you? The entitled Nana said, My granddaughters would like to ride your horses. Dad, clearly puzzled, said, I can't do that. She says, You don't have to even pay them much. Dad says, What? For exercising your horses, they'll do it for $2 an hour. Pretty cheap if you ask me. Dad clearly holding in his temper said, I'm sorry ma'am but that isn't happening. I have to decline. She says, but your horses can use the exercise and we have the time. Dad says, this is not a discussion. Then he does something I've never seen before, closes the door in entitled Nana's face mid-retort. I'm standing there dumbstruck and Dad is staring off in space. Slowly he says, what? the freak if monkey started climbing out of his butt i wouldn't have been more surprised dad slowly turns and sees my 11 year old self standing there with my mouth open he gives me a sheepish grin and says please don't tell your mother he took me out for dairy queen later on and i've been holding on to this for over 40 years he's gone now but i feel him laughing over my shoulder as i write this Ah, you gotta love taking the kid to the fast food place and giving them whatever they want so that they don't tell mom on them. I mean, besides the whole entitled Nana part of it, this is actually a pretty sweet story. Our next story is, I ruined her son's birthday party. I, 16, am in high school. There's this one kid in my math class that I sit next to, we're not really friends. More acquaintances, but I'll chat with him from time to time. He invited me to his birthday party, and I accepted because I didn't really have anything better to do. It was pretty chill, just me and a few other people I'd seen around school. We mainly just jumped on his trampoline and played flag football, etc., till it was time to do presents and eat cake. My asthma started to act up. It's springtime, so all the pollen in the air usually causes me to have more flare-ups. After cake, they all went back to the trampoline, but I hung back due to my asthma. I used my inhaler but it didn't really help. I called my mom and she came and picked me up. We ended up going to the ER because my asthma had gotten so bad and my inhaler wasn't helping. They gave me a few breathing treatments and I ended up being fine. I saw him the next day at school and we started talking. After getting to know him a bit more at the party, we started to become more of friends. He invited me to hang at his place after school and I accepted because he seemed cool. We were hanging out in the living room playing games, when in walks Entitled Mother. I can't believe you came back here after that stunt you pulled. I said, what? She said, you know, leaving in the middle of the party. If you didn't want to come, you shouldn't have. I can't believe you would disrupt everyone by abandoning everyone midway through. I said, ma'am, I did really have fun at the party, but I left because my asthma was getting bad. She said, don't lie, I saw you're using your inhaler. That should have made you fine. You're just making up excuses for your disrespectful behavior. I said no, I had an asthma attack and ended up having to go to the ER. She said whatever, I don't want to hear your excuses anymore. Just don't be so rude next time. She walked away, he apologized for her. I said it was cool and we kept playing. I guess this isn't one of the worst stories on here, but I still can't believe she's pissed that I was rude for abandoning the party. Me and him just hang out at my house usually to avoid Entitled Mother, and we're friends now, but I just wanted to share my encounter with Entitled Mother. This lady is very clearly so out of touch, it's for the best that OP stays away from her. You don't need that hostile behavior in your life. Our next story is, Entitled Parent Wants My Laptop For Her Child. I was sitting at a coffee shop typing away on my laptop when an Entitled Mother and her child approached me. The entitled mother said, excuse me, my son wants to play some games on your laptop. Can he use it for a little while? I said, I'm sorry, but I'm working on something important right now. I can't let anyone use my laptop. The child said, but I want to play games. Let me use it. The mother said, come on, it won't hurt to let him use it for a little while. He's been so good today. I said, I'm sorry, but I can't. I have important work to do. She said, fine, then give me your laptop. My son needs it more than you do. I said, excuse me? No, I'm not giving you my laptop. I paid for it with my own money and I need it for my work. She said, you're being selfish. My son deserves it more than you do. At this point, I was getting frustrated and decided to pack up my things and leave. As I got up to leave, the entitled mother grabbed my laptop and tried to yank it away from me. I said, hey, stop that. Give me back my laptop. She said, no, my son needs it more than you do. You're just a selfish person who doesn't care about others. I managed to grab my laptop back from her and quickly left the coffee shop. As I was leaving, I could hear the entitled mother yelling at me and calling me names. I later found out that the coffee shop had security cameras and the incident was caught on tape. I reported the incident to the police and the entitled mother was charged with attempted theft. Moral of the story, just because someone has something you want doesn't mean you're entitled to it. I've definitely heard a number of stories kind of similar to this one, but it always astounds me as to how people can just assume you can say, come on, hand it over, my son deserves it more, and they just assume somebody's going to hand over a two, $300 or more device, literally in their own dream world if they think that's going to work. This next story is, my mom just disregarded my period cramps. I asked my mom if we can buy a heating pad for my cramps, but she told me I need to learn to tolerate those cramps. She proceeds to get mad at me when I eat a painkiller because of how painful they are. I don't know what to do at this point. By a heating pad I actually meant a hot water bottle, which she refused to buy, just thought I should clarify that. Also I saw a lot of comments wondering about my age. I'm 15 while my mom is 45. I live in South Asia so the culture here is a little… conservative? and I also don't really get any allowance and my birthday plus holiday money is kept safe by my mom. For those wondering about my dad, he just works, sits in front of the TV, eats, etc. etc. I'm not really close to him. Also next time I get my periods, I'm going to try to go through the first day without taking any meds or doing anything and see how painful they can get and consult a doctor if I have to. I hope other people suffering from cramps take help from the comments because, Yeah, the comments were helpful as freak. The comments were definitely chocked full of great advice. Some saying take a cotton sock, fill it with rice and microwave it and you can kind of essentially make your own handmade water bottle. But especially if your pain is debilitating, it's worthwhile to see the doctor and just see if there's something that could be done. And most importantly, you know, be there for your kids when they're suffering in pain like this.